Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. We're going to talk about uh, just kind of this transition from ministry into the marketplace. So this is kind of an amazing, um, yeah, really, really a kind of a challenging transition. Very challenging, right? So mm-hmm. you've you've been in YWAM, is that right? For how long? Fifteen years. <coughs> Fifteen years. So you basically you got saved. Just tell us a little bit of your story. I got saved when I was sixteen. I moved to the Los Angeles Dream Center, which is what? It's a ministry, huge ministry. I mean, they have so many ministries inside that ministry, but I was trained to reach Hollywood through arts. So I got taught singing, dancing, acting, camera, everything by like the top professionals in Hollywood in Christian environment. And so this is a kind of a church-sponsored thing <coughs> to help underprivileged youth. Um, yeah, pretty much. But awesome. Yeah. And so you you basically gave your life to the Lord as a young teen or as a teenager, 16 years old, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. and then then what? Then I moved away from home and went into full-time ministry straight after high school. Wow. Why wham? Why wham. Mm-hmm. And what did you do? I uh, mostly focused on dance because that was the outlet that was I grew up you know, using as, as a form of ministry. I mean, all I wanted to do was dance, travel, and share my story, and that's what I did. So breakdancing. Breakdancing, yeah. Okay, so Jessica, go ahead and go ahead and see if you can uh, run that that thirty-two minute video. Sweet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you got to blow on the VHS. Shortly thereafter, I, uh, the Lord called me to b- go to Bible school and did full-time ministry from about 2008 to 2015. Uh, so how many years that is? Seven years. And uh, so that was that was a journey. Um, and I always kind of knew at some point I would transition out of that. And that was here just a couple years ago. Um, so how long were you in so ministry? You in Bible about school? About seven. So you got well, a Bible degree. Bible school and ministry kind of at the same time, and and that was, you know, during four years of seven. So, um, yeah, did so that full time in the in the 
So seven yeah. years in Bible school and ministry. Mm-hmm. And then the ministry stuff, you went overseas, you did some missions trips. Yeah, I, I went to a couple countries, um, traveled the world a little bit. That was fun, also difficult, acclimating to a new culture. Uh, wouldn't trade that experience yeah. for the world. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, it's life-changing. Oh, yeah. Right? It's transformational. 100%. Right? right? And oh, you being yes. a minister, I mean, you know, you know, and you got your, got your wife, right? From Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so it's li- it's transformational. Very. Mm. I was super blessed to be called to a journey like that, <coughs> for sure. But I, there was always, I, I, there's this little, there's this something down, deep down in me that I was mm. like, I'm not what? touching something what? that, something in that I'm made to do, you know, that I'm like, ah, ah. being supported full time. Uh, like I wasn't pr- I wasn't producing something that I felt called to. And so there's so something missing. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, Wait a minute. It was awesome, and it was a good journey. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm still discovering what that is. But um, but as we've read your book and and talked about our topic tonight, it's it's so what cool. what do you what do you no. think it is that you're called to do? Good question. Gosh. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. What? Maybe some real estate. I mean that that's right now what I'm what I'm doing and I think I think the Lord's in that but uh, that's I mean that's not my deepest purpose you know I think changing lives is what we're called to do as Christians and bringing the kingdom in whatever we're doing and so and that's what I really wanted to do as a um, as a missionary and and as a a volunteer and uh, but but now I I feel like there's some there's a level of producing and creativity and things that I can and and relationship with people in the world that I just wasn't touching in full time church culture and there's a level of growth I think I've in the last just two years since I've been you know not in a full time church context and uh, I'd say I had to get kicked out <laughs> out of that that bubble of church uh, to really grow into who I'm made to be in God, I believe. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's been a tough transition for sure, but yeah. it's been it, awesome. It's it's easy to get in the in the world and get stuck. Right? In the ministry world. I know a lot of folks, mm. a lot of friends, right? They end up they end up stuck. They they're not moving forward. You know? One of one of my theme scriptures it seems lately is Luke nineteen, right? And it's the parable of the minas. He gives his stuff to to Christians, mm. to the believers, and he says, "Go do business until I return." So, has he returned yet? You know, mm. no. Mm. So we're we're going to do business, and he's looking for multiplication, right? And that there's, you know, I think Christians can tend to over spiritualize that. It's like, well, we're only looking for multiplication of certain spiritual attributes, but it's not true. If he gave you a brain, and you hear this genius scientist you better be doing stuff with science mm-hmm. you know and if you're a whatever you've got whatever it is right just be maximizing what you've been given and he'd even he'd even tell them what to do you know it's almost like it really doesn't even hardly matter what you do just pick something <laughs> and do it with everything you got give it everything mm-hmm. which is of course one of the themes of my life the colossians 3 22 through 24 slaves Obey your earthly masters and everything. Whatever you do, work at it with all of your hearts as working for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? So all of life is to be this gift of love mm-hmm. to Jesus. You know, but it's so easy to get stuck where Christians develop a fraction of their soul, a fraction of their gifts, mm-hmm. and stall out. You know? And then we end up not being the influencers 
that 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 I think we're to be. You know, and that's what this this you know this ministry we're doing, Influent, and what Influent Live, this show is about. Mm-hmm. Influent is about uh, raising up Christian reformers and mm-hmm. culture shapers. Yeah, <laughs> right. People, culture shapers who bring who bring God into everything they do. Right, every sphere of life, and they're, you know, um, so we're just talking to a guy. Uh, was it yesterday? You know, we met met with a guy named Sean Blanc. I love that guy, and he's got this business productivity course. It's all Bible principles. He's selling thousands of copies of this, and it's training people how to operate in Bible principles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Man. You know, if everybody, if every Christian just mm-hmm. did that, they just turn the light on, man. You know, and then they they go out wherever they wherever, right? And honestly, we don't really need to go very far, do we? Yeah, just turn it on. Hmm. So the world would be completely transformed. You know, all right. I I say your mission your mission field is where your feet are, hmm. right, Walter? And your flock is the people you're around, right? There's always another field and another flock, <laughs> isn't there? Mm-hmm. But what if, what if you're there today, and what if you've been sent? Mm. <laughs> what if you've been sent? What yeah, I love that, that verse in Colossians you just quoted, that do everything as unto the Lord. That's and that's, that's the thing that keeps me going when I'm in a job. Where I it's, know. I've been everywhere from the most menial job, you know, and it, it's like, I used to, I, I put that on a post-it note in my car on the way to work. So it's just like, on, okay, mm-hmm. even though like my boss isn't gonna like always be looking over my oh, shoulder, but, that's but the there time. is that's the know. best time to give it to the exactly. Lord. Exactly, you do it when no one's looking. Mm-hmm. Then there's no question who you're doing it for, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how much we can turn our entire life into a love offering, our mm-hmm. entire life, right? Mm-hmm. Loving with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, literally a hundred percent of your day. Mm-hmm. I think that really that verse frees us in the marketplace to really be as successful as possible because it's not about us then. It's all about it's all about him. That's How right. much glory can he get out of whether and if he and if he lets it fail, hey, if that's for his glory, whatever, but as long as I'm doing my best, whatever may come, hey, I did that for you, Lord. That's exactly right. Yeah. So Kelly, tell us a little of your story. Uh, let's see. I at 18 years old, I did everything the world says success is and um, found it to kind of be an illusion of happiness. Um, you know, the billboards, the TV commercials kind of went hard after that. During that time, I, um, I was a waitress at the International House of Pancakes, which is God's <laughs> humor <laughs> because the event. So wait a minute, you were, you were, what were you before that? Um, I just, I, I was into acting okay. and I was living outside of Chicago and was a senior in high school, and during that time, I was doing other side jobs, um, doing commercials, but was a waitress at the International okay. House of Pancakes as at the most, same time. Most actors and actresses <laughs> do a stint as servers, right? Okay. Right, exactly. Now, were you here or in L.A.? Uh, I was in Chicago. Okay. Right. Outside of Chicago, in Crystal okay. Lake. Um, and so the evangelist of my city, Larry Peterson, bless his heart, would come in every Saturday morning and tell me about Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've heard it all before. And uh, it was kind of a mixture of like many things that happened in my life. But um, a, motiva- a Christian motivational speaker came to my public high school and was just, he loved God, but spoke the truth 
the, of the kingdom that so wrecked me. So between wow. Larry okay. Peterson and this motivational speaker. So all of a sudden you got targeted, your heart oh got yes. blown up. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And just had this radical turn of faith. I, I was burned out on religion, and um, but it was the living God who encountered Amen. my heart. Um, and so I just said, Jesus, I'm going to give you my 20s and uh, by your grace. And I soon thereafter found IHOP and the One Thing Conference and um, ended up doing Bible school. The other IHOP. Yes, the <laughs> other IHOP. So I went from IHOP okay. to IHOP. From got pancakes to prayer. All <laughs> yeah. right. Just change the P in your life. Right. Hop totally. <laughs> totally. Awesome. So, um, That's probably the first. <laughs> um, <laughs> but another thing just about the evangelist who evangelized me is that like the power of like God's word never returns void. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to always speak scripture, but even though on the outside I was like, yeah, 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 like the spirit of God was hitting my oh, heart yeah. and like winning me Come to the on. fact that he knew me and loved me. So it was like a slow turning, but the Lord got through. That's but, awesome. Um, but yeah, so he broke through as the, the true point of my life and the one who holds a destiny that's so much bigger so than what? me. Say that again? So then what? Um, so yeah, God found IHOP and found like a group of radical lovers who were going hard after God and just found my tribe. And I went to one thing, 2002, I think it was. a big conference here in Kansas. Yes, yeah. 2002. And just like the eternal messages that the Father okay. had been so speaking you, to So you me. got in. Yeah, you got in the boat totally. <laughs> All right, and just said, Jesus, by your grace, I want to give you. My, I want to consecrate my twenties to you. I, I, I gave myself to That's everything awesome. else. Like, give me Dove's eyes, and by His grace, like I just went hard for Him. Did the um, the preaching program here at IHOP, and did like the revival lifestyle with Lou Ingo. We did the forty day fast. We did the mission trips. Got to mission um, trips, fasting, prayer, preaching. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, got to go on tour with um, the Nefarious documentary and got to travel all of North America uh-huh. sharing like the beauty of God and redemption. Wow. And it was a real beautiful moment of like being given to God, uh-huh. having years sewn into the kingdom. I mean, you're a different person. <laughs> you're a different person. Oh, totally. Complete, I don't yeah, know where yeah, I'd be today if it wasn't for different. that season. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So are you, are you an evangelist now? Absolutely. So that was my 20s. But then once I turned 30, the Lord okay, switched so what, it. Okay, so what booted you out? What what chased you out of ministry? Uh, I needed money. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> yeah. I, I really Thank loved Thank God it. these bubble people need money. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yet again, like raising support was was great, and there was it was awesome to have people support the missions. But I don't think for me it just didn't. I would even sit in on the fundraising things with IHOP, but it just the Lord had a bigger purpose for me to be a voice into the world of business that I I didn't know. It was very frustrating at the time because the funds weren't coming through. But that's what where's God? Yeah, doesn't He know what a big (laughs) calling I have and how much? I can do if he just funds me. Right. And why is he doing all these miracles, but there's no money coming in? You know, it is so interesting because it's just such a picture of the early church, right? You know, the Jewish church, uh, you know, after Jesus, they're all in Jerusalem. And it was when they got persecuted, suddenly they all scattered, you know, and they get out. They were all, they were all just congregated in their little, their little community, you know? 
and what if God really wants to infect the planet? Right. He needs to. He needs. He wants you to get lit, and then he wants you to go and burn somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's not always in ministry, right? In fact, there's certain places you're simply not going to reach in ministry, mm-hmm. right? There's just a lot of doors are not going to mm-hmm. open. A lot of people are not going to come to church or come yeah. to the event, right? It's we have to go. And, and we can go and build incredible careers and mm-hmm. make and a lot of money and be very successful and totally be gospel-carrying uh, machines mm-hmm. and have a blast doing it, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do it. So what are you doing now? Uh, so, yeah, into my 30s, the Lord opened up um, some speaking, a keynote speaker position that paid me to travel the nation. And I noticed that <laughs> I was speaking for a secular company, but um, I got to bring truth, like the guy who wow. I got saved through. I got to speak oh the, the, the truth awesome. of God's kingdom, and you could see the light and the power of God drop. I actually can testify that I've seen more of the power of God in secular work than in ministry. Wow. Not to downplay ministry, but the light is so bright in the dark places. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so I'm actually... I've been a speaker for other companies, but I'm now in, uh, creating my own motivational speaking company. So you're doing motivational so speaking cool. for a secular company, yeah. but able to bring the gospel in. Right. Correct. Holy cow. Yeah. That is awesome. Mm. That is awesome. Yeah. God, that's the plan, right? That's the plan. You know, he wants to light us on fire and embed us, right? Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God is like a woman who uh, took, took a lump of leaven and stuck it in the middle of the dough, mm. right, and leavened the whole lump. Mm. And it's interesting making more of an impact because, see, God wants us to go where the people are, mm-hmm. right? And here you are in the middle of, of the people. I, I, it actually reminds me of a good friend of mine mm-hmm. who's a big developer, a big home developer in Ohio, and this guy is an unbelievable pastoral gift. I mean, I'm, I was at one point said to him, man, you could, you could be a pastor of a mega church." And he just laughed at me and said, why would I do that? Mm -hmm. He said, I'm making way more impact right now. Because he had (laughs) hundreds of employees. Literally, I think 80% of employees, he said, had given their lives to the Lord. 80%. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I had another another guy I met in uh, Australia, in Perth. Mm. And he said, said, I have a, I'm a really, he was an insurance agent. He said, I have a congregation of a thousand clients, mm. most of whom don't know Jesus. Mm. Hmm. Wow, right? Yeah. I mean, most pastors would love a congregation of a thousand people <laughs> who don't who don't know Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Just just to note on that lot. is the way I was saved is that people went out the the world is not coming to our churches people are burnt out on religion and they need to see the authentic expression of Christ in us and that's That's how we're we're going to reach them is that mission field through our unique platform so who says we can't share the gospel in everything we do Mm -hmm. right you know and 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 I I just even want to I want to take it down I don't think we always need to be thumping the Bible Mm-hmm. Right, are always saying, you know, Jesus. Jesus says, "Come on, you know." I end up, I end up prophesying to people all the time, you know, but I hardly ever use the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, only if I feel like it's right. Only if I feel like I, sh- I, I just, I say, "Hey, you know what? Here's what I think you're going to do with your life, or here's why I think you're headed, or here's why I think you're, you, you know, here's what I think is going to happen to your, your situation, or, 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that. <laughs> and after a few times, they're going, what is going mm-hmm. on? You know, where are you getting this? You mm-hmm. know, there's so many ways. We can love people. We can serve people. We can so shine the light. We can speak mm-hmm. truth to their hearts. And we can make so much impact. That's right. The, the world the world needs Jesus, and they have not seen Jesus. They're not going to church. They're not going to church. And so it's his plan, right? You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Let your light shine before men that they would see your good works. Right? So, so George, mm. you got a hold of this little book. Mm-hmm. So tell me about it. It's a good book. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, everything is good in there. I mean, the part that hit me the most was the whole thing about poverty mindset. What is that? I mean, it's just, for me, it was creating an idea that, that I mean, I was always a missionary and I could never have things. I could never have a better life. It was always, you know, be a, a servant, you know, you can just live your life serving and not have anything. Not Not necessarily just about materialistic things, but just the mindset of like everything being attached to that mindset of poverty of like mm-hmm. it's just everything's going to be small <coughs> it's not going to work yeah. you're always going to be rejected you're always going to be poor mm-hmm. you're always going to have l- little influence yeah so so what's changing well everything's changing i mean i'm realizing that i'm not as small as i thought i was mm-hmm. what's happening know? i mean besides gaining weight um <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mean, much for those uh, break dancers <laughs> there, buddy. No, I mean, just my mind is just opening up to a whole other realm, like just of truth of who I am in Christ. I mean, I dealt with so many issues in the past, and now it's like I'm healed from all those issues, and I still have more issues, but now it's just different issues that I'm attacking. So what? Yeah. So it's interesting because our last our last show that we did last week with uh, with Jim here. Uh, my partner Jim Mafuccio, who is I love this guy. He had he had an encounter. We talked about it mm-hmm. with Donald Trump's website. This was before he was ever president, and he just felt led to go to the website. And he looked at the website, and he said it was just excellent. Everything about it was excellent, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. properties were just top of the line. Everything it was just amazing. And of course, it's you know multi million dollar properties. And he's he's saying, well, that's just you know. Uh, he he, oh, he said he said um, it just the thought hit him or the Lord spoke to him I can't remember which but he said uh, why not you why Trump why not you right why not you and it's just it's a way of thinking why not me why mm-hmm. why can't it be me that's doing that mm-hmm. right we discount ourselves right we we, right. we take ourselves out of the game mm-hmm. we sh- we we start on Plan B or C or D right mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. even try Plan A we start on Plan D. Wow. Or Z, right? Why? You know, Why? One, of the, one of the most profound things about that is, is I, I read Donald Trump's book, and um, w- you know why he has that? I think he believes that he can and right. that he should right. do it, mm-hmm. and he believes that he that it's coming to him. 
Like, <laughs> and, and so, I mean, some people might call it a little bit of arrogance, but when you have it, hold that with a right confidence. Like, yeah. in the kingdom, why right. not have, like, the worth and the value of ourselves and what the Heavenly Father knows what we need and knows what we should have. And if we can have and steward greater influence, like, look, look how far-reaching Donald Trump's influence is. And that was Jim's big point. Like, look at the reach and influence this man's business has and why not us? We th- we don't do Why we not, not think us? we deserve to yeah. have that kind okay, of influence. Come on, guys, let's let's all agree, okay? Let's all agree. Let's erase mm. Plan B right now. Let's just push delete on Plan. B. That's how. That's, that's come how on. Mm-hmm. What's delete. Plan A? <laughs> What's Plan A? Mm. Yeah. You know, you, you you see where we just land, we just latch on to Plan B, don't we? We just or Plan C, and that's mm. not that's not supposed to be. Right, the promises to our ancestors was you'd be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You'd lend to nations and borrow from none. Right, you'd be blessed in everything you do. It is part of our promises. Mm-hmm. It's mm. part of our promises. Something about and a I, it just bugs me that right? Christians count themselves out. Yeah, we count themselves out of the game, and why it just shouldn't be. It just shouldn't be. I I I believe that that. Refusing to take leadership, if you're called as a leader, you're called to be an influencer, you're called to be president of the United States or a senator, or you're called to be a businessman or a woman, or you're called to do whatever, and you don't do it, that you actually refuse to take the leadership platform um, uh, and use it as a platform for displaying virtue and displaying the glory of God, Mm. then you're actually not being a faithful person. Mm. Right? Wow. Wow. Use Whoa. that thing, man. Use whatever you've got for displaying the glory of God. Yeah. That's a that's a big point because, like you always talk about that parable. What did the Lord say to the one that buried his talent? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're shining your. I would I would say you're shining your light under a bushel. Mm-hmm. If you're if you got the brain to be the next scientist and you're not doing it, if you got if you got the gifts to be the next piano player, if you got the gifts to be what the next real estate person or whatever. It's like you're you're how are you how is that not shining your light or holding your light under a bushel, right? Mm-hmm. So we we need to be going for it, you know. We need to go after Plan A. So the poverty poverty mentality for you was the, is is the biggie, and you're now property owner. I mean, tell us. I mean, you you own you own a, a bunch of property and and income producing property. So it's you're it's you're in the beginning of this journey, but it's working. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. So what do you what do you want to say to you know, to some of your missionary friends out there. <clears throat> Just try to change that mindset. Believe what God says that you are and who you are in Him and through Him and because of Him and, and really grasp that, like, to understand what that is. I mean, yes, it is a servant, but, I mean, I was serving with no money. Imagine how much more I can serve with a lot of money. <laughs> so, it is funny how much we always want to apologize for being successful. Yeah, mm. you know, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I refuse, even though part of me wants to. You know, <laughs> only a little part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man, come on. You know, who apologizes? You know, it's is there really something wrong with being the best speaker? Really being able to really connect with people? Is there something wrong with really being the best real estate flipper? And, yeah, I mean, come on, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just use it. Let's use it for the glory of God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 
one of my good friends, he, he would challenge me, he'd say, Kelly, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? And so many times we, we awesome. put the bar at like, okay, well, I only have this much money, but we need to like dream with God and then set the bar and go from there because in the kingdom, money isn't an issue. God wants to develop our character and yeah, pave a way for right. us. But w what would you do if money weren't an issue? Yeah, that's right. In the reality that, that you're king that, and queen. That helps on the earth. you really dream. Right. As that fantasy, well, see, I, I believe in America, money is an issue, mm -hmm. not just in the kingdom, in America. Right. You know, I mean, I'm I've been helping you know George get get some finances, just encouraging him, pointing him in the right direction. There's tons of money available, tons. You know, there's no shortage of money. <laughs> there's a shortage of great vision and great business plans. Mm. You know, shortage of those things. So I just, th we really don't have a lot of limits. We just really don't. Jesus said, I've given you all things pertaining to life and godliness. I mean, what upgrade are you waiting for, right? <laughs> what upgrade? What, what other upgrade do you need? Good point. Right? What, what, I what do you need? What upgrade <laughs> is coming? All things. <laughs> All things pertaining. Kind of covers it. He said, you are the light of the world. What other light are we waiting for? What if the world is waiting for your light? Right? Mm -hmm. What other light are you waiting for? You know, I, I do love our missions programs, and I, I love these things because they really, they're so impactful. My life is forever changed by the missions, the stuff I did, and by my kids, you know. And But I just, I so want people to get a hold of that, but I want people to go out. Mm -hmm. I want people to go out, and I want people to scatter to the wind with their faith intact, with a plan to conquer the planet for Jesus. You know, every corner of mm. everything. <laughs> so what do you got there, man? What the heck is that? I got your old school cover of your book <laughs> That's there. Like Autograph. That's <laughs> version, version 1.0, man. <laughs> that, that is like the most pitiful little cover. <laughs> hey, so. uh, do not despise small beginnings. <laughs> 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 that book, that's, that was like 10 years ago, man. Wow. But So did you read it? 10 years ago. No. <laughs> I've uh, Yeah, I've read it. And? Um, I'll, I'll tell you the part that I'm thinking about right now yeah. is how, um, where you mentioned how much God, what he looks at is the motives. Yeah. You can, there can be two poor That's people right. and, or two successful people and out, outwardly we can't tell. And that's always been just kind of the King David mentality of God looks at the heart. He does yeah. not see as man sees. Right. And we can be as successful as we want, but if we're not following the Lord in it, Right, it's all it's all going to burn right. away. But how much, how powerful is it that when a when our hearts surrender to Him, like a King David, right, God will give us the whole kingdom, yeah, riches and everything. And yeah. just like Solomon, he asked for riches with the right heart, and he amazed the world yeah. through it. And um, and so that's that's been my focus lately as I've done this transition from full time church focus to now being in the. Because there's something that's fun about pursuing something in the marketplace that can kind of, it, it takes up your attention and focus and you got to remind yourself like, wait, this isn't the end goal, yeah. whether I'm successful in this or not. I'm yeah. already operating out of a place where I'm successful before yeah. I ever do anything. Yeah. And then the success will come. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even if something comes against it, then eh, move on to the next yeah. thing and let the Lord bless that, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. one of the points I make in the book is, you know, it doesn't always, it it's doesn't matter as much what we do, it matters who we do it for. 
There you go. Why we do it, right? Because sometimes there's a temptation to get stuck in the mentality of like, what should I do, God? And get frozen and like, right. uh, you know, mm. lead me, Lord. Can, right. And, uh, you know, you should, you should, do, you know, you're <laughs> you should bring everything to him like Proverbs 3 says, you know. And, but um, sometimes you just got to do something not, and not be paralyzed in, oh, what's the Lord telling yeah. me to do next? Well, Whatever you do, do unto the glory of God. Well, that, you know? that's it. It's like, okay, look for the next thing, but don't miss today's thing. Amen. Right? Whatever you do, work with all of your heart as mm-hmm. working for the Lord. And the point I make about mm-hmm. the motives is, okay, if you don't have the right motives, it doesn't matter what you give to Him. That's, that's the scripture makes that point. I make the opposite point, that if you, have, if you have love for God, it doesn't matter what you do to express that hey, love. Hey, there you go. So if you simply show up on time and you take the early shift that no one else wants and you give your whole heart to taking care of these ungrateful people, you do it for the Lord. That is a love gift. That's an offering mm. worthy of heaven. Good point. Mm. That's, that's the point, right? So in the, literally all of our life can be loving him, even if you don't know what your ultimate calling and purpose is. Mm. Whatever you do, love him back. You know, and uh, and because uh, our motive matters, so I engage the heart. Mm. So, Se- uh, my life verse is Second Chronicles sixteen nine says, "The eyes of the Lord mm. search the earth wow. for a heart that's fully His, that He would show Himself strong on their behalf." So, all God's really looking for is a heart that's fully His. Who wants to engage him, and he's going to pour out his power, no matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter your function; it's the heart posture um, that's looking unto him. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's mm-hmm. absolutely right. Well, you know what? I just, I just want to uh, just bless all those, all those people who are missionaries, and just Lord bless, bless those folks. And I just mm-hmm. want to pray too. Mm-hmm. I just let's agree for, for Lord. We just ask you, Lord, those that are. Called to come out, that you would call them out and <coughs> launch them in a second version of their ministry, mm. Lord, and just launch them in their true calling, Lord, for for your kingdom, for your glory, for your Son, in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and we pray that, God, you would reveal that our platforms of, of work are supposed to be an area of convergence, Lord, for your ministry, for your power, that we're called to create wealth to establish your covenant on the earth, that mm-hmm. we would be signs and wonders on the earth, Lord. So activate your people, God, um, to be ministers in the marketplace, full of fire, yes. full of your presence, um, to be burning and shining lamps that will point the way, Lord. We were made to um, define culture. So help us to take our culture back for your glory and your name's sake. Amen. Amen. Well said. Amen. Well prayed. Yeah, I just have faith that it doesn't matter where we're sent. We can we can make a huge impact. Right? Mm-hmm. People say, oh, it's so dark out there. Man, let me at it. Can let you Jesus, say that Let verse? Jesus at it. Come on. Yeah, say that verse again. That's a good verse. Second Chronicles. The eyes of the Lord the search the, the earth Lord. for a heart that's fully his, that he would show himself strong on their behalf. That he show himself strong. Come on, that's man. That's good. What, what place could you, could you be sent and you couldn't shine? It just wouldn't work. The mm-hmm. kingdom would just really fall flat on its mm-hmm. face. I mean, I'm telling you, let's go to politics, man. Let's go to Hollywood. Yeah. Let's go to everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Amen. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Well, that's it. We will see you next time. God bless you. (laughs)